Hi friends, welcome back to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Sophie and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. What is up guys? My name is Addison and I'm the other co-host of Our Hearts Surrendered. Today is our last part of the plot of the Bible. We've gone through creation, fall, redemption, and today we're landing the plane with glory. And I'm so, so stoked to talk about this because honestly, I think it's something that's like low-key forgotten in our culture. We always talk about creation. We always talk about fall. Sometimes we talk about redemption. Actually, no, wait, we talk about redemption all the time. What am I talking about? <laughs> we talk about redemption. That was the most, funny. I would think. Yeah, I don't know really where I was going with that. that I, would hope, I would hope we talk uh, about redemption a lot. Because it's been a really long week. Month? Month, week. I'm just like all of it. It's yeah. just been a really long time period. Sophie yeah. and I are about to graduate. Mm. Actually, Sophie, have you graduated when this re- episode is released? I thought you were talking about right now. And I was like, as of right now, I am still a senior. Um, <laughs> yes, I will have graduated by now. I graduate May 21st. Yeah, so gra- Sophie graduated three days ago. I graduate in three days. And it's just like... the weirdest weirdest time of my life I think that like nobody really prepares you to be a senior in high school no one prepares you to be a May senior in high school like I was I was doing okay up until about end of April May yeah well that's facts (laughs) I was Uh, doing better than I am now okay yeah I I I think I struggled a bit at the beginning of the year with just like um the weight of knowing that like it's really hard. This is something that nobody ever told me. So if you're listening to this and you're going to be a senior eventually, or you've already been a senior, maybe you can resonate with this. Nobody prepared me for how hard it is to continue to invest in relationships that you know are going to end. Mm-hmm. And maybe not like end like in totality, like we're not friends anymore, but like end in a sense that like, I'm not going to see these people every day for the rest of my life. That kind of thing. Like our community group, it was so hard. It was one of those things that we just had to like buy in for the time that we had, but it's, still hard to do that when it's like my natural reaction when I know that there's going to be like hurt coming is to just push everything away as far as I can I was like it'd be much easier for me to push these girls away now so that it hurts less when I have to leave for college and that's obviously not right and not god honoring but nobody really like warned me about that because it's like this weird dynamic of just like you know you're about to leave so it's like it's hard to like make new friends and like be in relationships and stuff like that when you know you're about to leave so it's like not going to be long lasting yeah I would say for me January was really hard because I remember journaling about this it hit me like this is my graduation year like my entire high school career I've been class of 2022 and like here it is and I think that that's just super overwhelming and I don't think it didn't hit me until like, obviously, you know, you're senior and all that, but like second semester is when graduation starts being talked about a lot. And whenever plans start to get finalized a lot, like your next steps is for me, my plans didn't finalize till the middle of March. So it's like when that starts happening and then graduation is talked about and it's the year 2022, it's just this whirlwind of like things being thrown at you and you're trying to like process it all. And then May hits. And for me, the first day of school of May, I went to my friend's house during study hall and we sobbed for 30 minutes because we were so overwhelmed with emotions. Like there's just so much emotions in the month of May. Okay, yeah. I think for me, like May is just 
a hot mess in and of itself. (laughs) I want to talk about that for a second because I'm a very like, I don't do emotions. I feel nothing most of the time. Like, yes, I'm like happy and sad sometimes, but like, I never like feel emotion. You know what I mean? That's like, it's like something that you're like actively thinking about 90% of the time. And like right now, Sophie and I talked about this last week when we recorded and I was like, I just feel like people might need to hear this because nobody ever told me that this is how people are feeling. And like, I know so many people who are like this, but there's such intense sadness about leaving everything, but there's also such intense happiness and excitement as what's to come. And like the coexisting nature of both of them is so hard. It is so hard. Like the vast difference and dichotomy of two very extreme emotions. It's not just like, I'm a little bit sad and super happy or super sad and a little bit happy. It's like, I'm just both all of the time. And as somebody who like, doesn't feel many emotions coming from no emotion, most of the time to all of a sudden, every emotion, all of the time has been so incredibly exhausting. It's like, I don't do anything at school all day. Like most of my classes are done. I'm like studying for exams and stuff, but that's pretty much it. But I go home and I'm like exhausted and I'm like, I just can't wait to go to sleep all of the time. I think for me, it's been the same. Um, And I think for me, it's very challenging, like all of the last, because I would say I'm kind of a sentimental person when it comes to like last and I like see a few last that are coming up with the end of the school year that are just going to be really, really hard. So it's like, for me, I'm dreading those. And in the process of feeling the sadness, I'm also dreading the future sadness that's quickly approaching. And so this is my last full week of school, going into my last full week of school. And there's just a lot uh, of sadness, like, with saying goodbye to my routine and saying good that's not like a last I guess it is but just a lot of emotions with saying goodbye to like my favorite teachers and the last time in all of these things and I think that it's something that no like there is nothing that I could have done differently to like prepare myself for this like it's just what Addie's saying there's just intense emotions like 24 7 and for me like it's daily like some like one morning I'll wake up and I'll be like I am so excited for next year I'm so excited for college and then like two hours later someone will bring up graduation and I'm like I'm leaving and so it's just like all this back and forth all the time and it's emotionally draining but it's also a super sweet time because there's so many people that um that have kind of like shaped my life I guess that I've gotten to like go out of my way and say thank you to like I got to go back to my middle school and I got to see my seventh and eighth grade math teacher and we both started crying because we were just so I was just so thankful for how she impacted my life so I think there's cool stories like that where it is such a strong emotion time but it's also such a reflective time where you can like thank people in your life for what they have done for you so I think that is a really cool part of senior year yeah absolutely I I just like it's just been a hard year and I don't like everybody's always like junior year is so hard senior year is too but like you're saying it's just so bittersweet I was dreading lasts of everything the hardest last was the first one I was like my last year at Pine Cove as a camper this summer 
And that was back in July. And I have never cried so much in my entire life. It was ridiculous. I had to drive myself home early and I like literally kept having to pull over because I couldn't see because I was crying and I like, just like, couldn't stop. And I was like on the phone of people trying to like, keep me like awake and focused just because it was like so hard to say goodbye to like so many things that you love, even when you're so excited to like make new routines and like now I get to go back to Pine Cove as a counselor in training. Like that's so exciting, but it's still sad. Like it's not the same. Um, this past week I had many last, it was our last time meeting with the same community group that I've been in for probably three, two, three years now. Um, it was my last like band, everything essentially like last band concert, last band banquet, last band solo contest. Like honestly, probably one of the last times I'll ever play my trumpet and like low key good riddance but also like, just because that's not where my passion is at all. Um, but that doesn't mean like, I'm just still going to miss like the people, you know? Um, but that doesn't make it bad. Like it doesn't, it's all is right. Like everything is good. I was talking to my mom on like Tuesday night, I don't know, Wednesday night. And she was (laughs) like, just, we were all just reminiscing and talking about how my summer is just like packed. And I'm basically like having to be ready to move out of my house in 45 ish days as of the date of recording, it'll be even less. It'll probably be around like 20 ish, 30 ish days when this is released. Um, but anyways, like, and like just the, like the weight of that really like hit a lot harder when I was like talking to my mom about it. Cause I was like, yeah, I have to like be ready to move out right before I leave for camp because I'm only home from camp between like between camp and moving out for college I'm only home for one day so I was just like yeah I have to be able to move out then and she was just like obviously upset about that as any mother would be um and she was like just because like you see me upset about this like doesn't mean that it's not right like all is right these are like proud and like happy for you guys kind of tears not just sad and like I think I fail to recognize that sometimes because it's just like it is really sad and that's okay. Like it's okay for it to be sad. It should be sad. Like it's let yourself, like if you're a senior listening to this, like let yourself feel that. Um, and also let yourself be excited. Like, I think a lot of times I let the sadness of just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to leave all my friends stop me from looking forward to making new friends and looking forward to all these different things. Um, but we just kind of wanted to be a little more vulnerable than we have been in the past few weeks. We've been like keeping it lighthearted and chatting, which is all good. Um, but to be completely honest with you guys, this is where we're at. Sophie's graduated. I'm graduating in three days. Um, and it's like just a really big, huge chapter closing. We'll let um, you know how it is on the so, side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's kind of where we're at. So all that said, let's finish this series finish school finish the series talking about the end of a season (laughs) let's talk about the end of another season maybe never mind that's actually a really bad (laughs) intro (laughs) (laughs) so as we just kind of brought that to you um we're going to talk about something kind of completely different than what we have been talking about but it kind of goes on the same page it's honestly something that has been super um life giving to me in this season um and it should be in every season but especially in this season we're just going to talk about glory so we're talking about 
we have talked about creation, fall, redemption, and now we're going to talk about glory. And if you're sitting here like, Sophie, what does glory mean? What, what are you even saying? Um, I'm here to explain, like always, um, it, glory is just like kind of the fancy Christian word of talking about Jesus's return. So we've talked about Jesus's first coming to earth, um, and we left off last week talking about how Jesus rose from the grave. And after that, he appeared to many people and he stayed on the earth for a little bit, but he um, ascended to be with the father after a little time on earth. And he gave us some instructions for what we are to do until he comes back. And he told us that he's going to be gone for a little while, but he'll be back. And um, he's going to come back to get us, to bring us home, to be with God forever. And this is something that has been super encouraging in this season that um, this earth is not my home. This just because I'm moving homes on earth doesn't change my location, <laughs> like my final location. I don't know how I should put that, but um, I think that in this season, talking about moving and changing in my life, I moved my junior year of high school. And ever since that first move, I've kind of felt very like nomadic, I guess, because we lived in an apartment and then we moved to this home and then I'm moving again. And I just kind of feel like I've never really been like settled, I guess. And it's not a bad thing. And it's helped me just to focus my heart on the fact that I sh like it's OK to feel like you have a home on earth like that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, um, but ultimately, like this isn't my permanent location my permanent location is somewhere else. And I think that that's something that can bring a lot of hope and uh, a lot of kind of comfort that this world isn't our home because something else, if you've lived in this world before, we've said it before in this series and probably before, it's pretty broken out here. It's brutal out here, like I said a few weeks ago. And um, it's just kind of a tough place to live. And ultimately, knowing that Jesus is going to come back and it says that he will wipe away every tear and there will be no more death. And I think that that provides so much excitement and so much hope to those who have put their faith in Jesus that one day when Jesus does come back, he, it, everything will be made new. And there is so much excitement in that, in that, yes, there is a lot of brokenness in the world right now, but hold on because um, it's not finished yet. There's still work for us to do to go out and make disciples but there's jesus um is going to complete the work one day so Hattie, yeah i like to think of it as like restoration innocence and revelation 21 i'm about to read a lot of verses by law i mean four um revelation 21 1 through 4 says then i saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and earth had passed away and the sea was no more and i saw the holy city new jerusalem coming down out of heaven from god prepared as a bride adorned for her husband and i heard a loud voice from the throne saying behold the dwelling place of god is with man he will dwell with them and they will be his people and god himself will be them as their god he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. I absolutely love those verses. I think that a lot of times when we think of like Revelation and like the second coming, we only think of like tri the tribulation and the fear that comes with that. And 
I think that's doing like a disjustice of sorts to like the beauty and just the exciting truth that we are going to be with God, right? Like we are going to praise our father as Christians who we have proclaimed that Jesus Christ, son of God died on the sin, like all the redemption stuff that we talked about earlier. After we have salvation, we get to go to heaven and just celebrate with God all the time. It's like one big party, like incredible. I'm so excited. Um, something that I just think we overlook is that this is something that's like fun and something that we're going to enjoy and it's going to be good. Um, I love when it says that he will wipe away every tear. Um, like, especially as somebody who's been crying a lot recently, (laughs) just as one does, I love that there'd be no mourning, no crying, nor pain. Um, the former things have passed away. Like this is a complete, like, obviously we are forgiven of our sins now because of Jesus's death, but this is a completely new terrain with no sin, like perfect, perfect holiness and oneness with Christ, no separation from him. Um, when it says that, um, sorry, I'm trying to find it where it is in the, the verse, he will dwell with them. Like behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. That's exactly how we were intended to be in Genesis. That's exactly what the Garden of Eden was supposed to be and how it was until Adam and Eve, obviously the fall, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago, if you want to go listen to that. Um, It's just, it's not like, like, yes, it is new and it is good and that's awesome, but also it's how we were intended. It was our purpose. It was our function originally. Like this is how it's restoring in a sense, it's restoring an old, like perfect creation, but in a completely different sense, it's not, it's totally new. And it's like perfect. It's just something we've never experienced before. Yeah, definitely. I think something that has been an encouragement to me is in this time, like a lot is changing and a lot is walking out of my life. And it's something that, you know, like life is always changing, but it's a very monumental change where everything changes all at once. Um, and I was listening to Jonathan Pecluda's podcast and he was talking about how one time he was at like an amusement park or some like busy place. And there was just this kid like bawling his eyes out because he couldn't find his mom. And so he picked him up and he was like trying to calm him down. And he said, I'm not going to let you go until I get you home. And it was talking, he was relating it to like, that's like Jesus carrying us, like walking with us until uh, we reach heaven one day. And I was sitting in my car, like brought to tears by this because um, Jesus isn't going to let us go. He's not going to walk away from us. He's not going to leave just because the season's ending in our life. And so um, he walks with us every step of the way. Um, And it, that is something that was just super encouraging to me that um, oftentimes it's like, well, you know, it was so much easier when Jesus was here on earth because he was physically with us, but we have the Holy Spirit inside of us and he's with us all the time. And so we can walk with that in hope, in hope of the future and what that means for us. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. And because of this, we get the opportunity to respond to it. Um, there's this website. Um, we'll link it in the show notes. It's from mercy.life, like mrcy.life. It's missing the E. Um, so I don't actually know how that would be pronounced technically. But 
Um, anyways, it basically walks you through the plot of the Bible, essentially what the series does. And I literally just found it. I'm sure if I studied or looked a little bit harder, I could have found it at the beginning, which would have been helpful, but we'll link it in the show notes. Cause that's what I'm looking at right now. Got to cite my sources, you know? Um, but it brought up a really good point is that like, we respond to this in a specific way. Um, revelation 22 chapter yeah chapter 22 verses 20 through 21 says he who testifies to these things say surely i am coming soon amen come lord jesus the grace of lord jesus be with all amen um that's like essentially that's just how the bible ends um which is very very cool it brings us back to what this website says is that it brings us back to the struggle of waiting for jesus to return and like how do we that's like a really really hard hold up for me like personally is how do I like wait for Christ's return in a God-honoring like glorifying way um it's the like the season of advent is kind of this like idea of like preparing for Jesus to come and we should be in that all of the time how are you like right now in this time preparing for Christ to return because knowingly like or I guess unknowingly we have no idea when he's going to return it could be whenever he wants to, and we would have quite literally no idea. Um, and with that in mind, I think we should all be challenged because like he could return at any given moment. And like, I just, I feel like, you know, like when your parents walk in on you, like doing something that you shouldn't be doing. Like, I think of his time that I was like a kid, like a small kid and I had a brownie and I was not supposed to have a brownie. Like I was like tucked into bed. Like I was supposed to be sleeping and I had a brownie and my mom walked in on me eating it. And I mean, like I was like literally tucked into bed with my stuffed animal and I got it all over the stuffed animal. Thus I named her brownie. Fun fact. It was a little pony. It was a Webkins. Um, and it was just like, I was like, just like caught in the middle and like knew that I wasn't supposed to be doing it. My mom walked in on me with this brownie and I was like well I'm caught in act (laughs) like this is awkward I mean I obviously didn't actually think these things because I was probably like six or seven um but it like reminds me of that of just like if Christ returns right now and like I'm admits sinning and I am not glorifying to him and I am living out in a way that's not a good reflection of him like obviously he knows that like he does see us sinning like right now like he knows that it's not that he's unaware of our sin but I just think that we can just do better if we like recognize the urgency of this message. Yeah, definitely. I think it changes how we live and um, what we do. And I think it would help us challenge us to use our time more wisely, which I think we can all work on, but especially when it comes to sharing the gospel and living to glorify the Lord every day, truly striving to do that every day so i think that's all we have um we're gonna pray and then we're gonna wrap it up so let's pray dear lord i thank you for today i thank you for the opportunity to sit down and be real and to talk about where we are and to talk about you i thank you for the hope that is found in you i thank you for um the story of the gospel thank you for love that Uh, came down and saved us. Um, And I thank you for the hope uh, for the future. 
when Jesus will come back and make all things new. And I pray that we would respond to that message accordingly. I pray for those um, who don't know you, that you would change hearts and change lives and that you would uh, reveal yourself to them in new ways. We, I pray for the person that does know you, that they would be encouraged to live differently. And we love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We have an Instagram at our hearts surrendered. You can email us if you want to talk to us at ourheartsurrendered.gmail.com or you can shoot us a DM. And there's a blog called brokenvesselsblog.com. We basically write little tiny summaries of what we talk about in the episode. Sophie's a lot better at posting than I am. I tend to forget. Um, so the safest way to know that I posted on the blog is by following our Instagram because I never failed to make a post about that. So that said, check it out. Um, and I think that's about it. Leave us a rating or review if you want to. And with that, let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week. Okay.